Successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show and online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello, welcome back to the Grill Nation Show. I appreciate you joining us again on radio, on KMBZ 980 AM, on podcasts, on our live stream, or on our website at grillnationshow.com. Welcome back to the show, Tim Cowden, who is the president and CEO of the Kansas City Area Development Council. Their website is thinkkc.com. I'm throwing that up on the live stream right now. Tim, how are you today? I'm great, Jason. How are you? I am doing really great, my friend. Uh, Very excited about today's show. There's going to be, obviously, people watching us and people listening. So let's introduce yourself first. You are the the main man at KCADC. I'm privileged to work with a great group of professionals at KCADC to go out, sell, market, and brand KC to the world every day. It's very awesome. So on this show, we're going to really focus on KCI and the new terminal KCI. You recently uh, were up there. Tell us about your experience. Yeah, I, I tell you, I was I was blown away. So it was Friday afternoon, packed line, and uh, one of his uh, colleagues, Ray, took me on a tour of KCI, the construction site of the new terminal. Jason, whoa, this place is the real deal. We are finally going to have an airport experience for all that matches the amazingness of Kansas City. It is going to be terrific. And I know that sounds a little hyperbolic, but just wait until early 23 when all of Kansas City and really all the world can get out and experience the new KCI. It is incredible. So that's great. I haven't been actually through it in a long time. Obviously, I've driven by it many times over the last few months, and it seems like um, just from the outside that it's really progressing. You know, it's 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 pretty nuts how fast it's gone. Yeah, it, it, it is you know, for a year, none of us have, have really traveled. So I haven't been up to KCI all that often over the last year. So when I was there a couple of months ago, I was shocked to see how much progress the uh, the team has made getting it to um, that opening date in early 23. They made great progress as Pat Klein and the team like to say, you know, they're, uh, they're under budget and ahead of schedule, which is <laughs> always where you want to be, right? Running any sort of enterprise or business or a construction project. But uh, just walking in, they, they made a tremendous amount of, of progress. And there's some, um, some real surprises that, that are coming to, uh, to all those that will, uh, will frequent uh, KCI. Everybody's going to just be really, really excited to get in there and see and experience it. We're going to talk about that on the show today. Um, before we get into kind of some of your updates with uh, some new job updates and uh, talking about some other things around air travel, um, let's preview our show and the guests that we're going to have on the air today. Um, we have joining us in our second segment with you, we'll have on uh, Justin Meyer, who's the Deputy Director of Aviation Marketing and Air Service Department at the Kansas City Area, uh, excuse me, the Kansas City Aviation Department. 
Uh, obviously, Justin is uh, all over the place when it comes to uh, educating people in Kansas City and throughout the world about uh, what's going on at KCI. Yeah, uh, he is. Uh, Justin's a stud, man. He is. He is great. We are so fortunate to have him at KCI because he's worked at a number of different places across the country. I think uh, most recently Tampa. Uh, came back to Kansas City. We're very, very fortunate. And everybody who knows uh, Justin would uh, agree with me on that. Yeah, you know, um, I've been following Justin on Twitter for a couple of years. I mean, essentially, I just, you know, if, 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 if I need to make a 911 call and figure out what's going on with the flight, you know, or when are we going to get a flight to this place or that place, Justin's kind of the guy that knows everything that's going on at that place. So he, he's, <laughs> on it. He's, he's on it, and he is a great follow on Twitter. So. Yes, yes. We'll have to we'll have to promote that later in the show. Also, um, we have a uh, senior channel sales manager at American Airlines joining us today. Tell us about him, uh, Peter Walniak. Um, yeah, I met him about three four months ago. He is coming in. He is coming to Kansas City like a storm. He is doing some great things. And you know, we think about uh, people who are born to do what they do. Peter was born to work in the airline industry and to, to work at American. He even went to school at Auburn, Jason. He went to school at Auburn to do what he does every day. So uh, American's very fortunate to have him. And I tell you, we are very fortunate to have him uh, in Kansas City because he gets Kansas City. He's got family here. He's a Chicago guy, but he's all about KC. And you'll hear that. That's great to hear. And Peter will be joining us uh, in segments three and four. He, uh, he's probably excited to be living in Chicago now. It's summertime, so um, it's probably the best time to be there. So we'll talk about that with him. Absolutely. Um, Tim, uh, I want to talk to you briefly uh, before we go to break about uh, some of the other updates uh, with KCADC and with some other updates around job announcements. I've been following and tracking. It sounds like uh, there's some news around uh, Amazon Air and then potentially some other new jobs coming to Kansas City. I know you guys are always busy. Uh, you've been very busy throughout the COVID pandemic, but now obviously going out there back and recruiting and, and trying to sell Kansas City to the world. Tell us about that and any updates you might have. Yes, uh, the Amazon empire continues to expand into Kansas City. So Amazon Air is, is uh, making its uh, presence known uh, at uh, KCI. And I, I know that Justin will be able to share a lot more detail about that. But our team was really uh, Pleased to have worked on that to, to bring Amazon Air to um, to Kansas City, and it's it's really about making everything more and con- more convenient for the consumer, and they're certainly going to be able to do that uh, for all of Kansas City uh, through their uh, their service. And then uh, about a month ago, I guess we announced a big cybersecurity company that's going to expand by over 500 jobs. Torch AI, uh, their CEO, a guy named Brian Weaver. They are doing some terrific things. And when you think about 500 new jobs over the next three years, these jobs, Jason, average about 110K per. So these are the the technology jobs that every community, every region in the country absolutely craves. And um, Brian and his team evaluated uh, Northern Virginia, where they have a lot of customers there. They do do work in the defense industry and intelligence, um, but he's a Kansas City guy and he wanted to do it here, but we had to build a really compelling case for him to do that. State of Kansas was uh, really involved. They did a great job. Uh, Governor Kelly was personally involved in making this happen. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Toland 
uh, their entire team. So um, folks in Leewood have a brand new um, employer that will grow in a big way over the next three years. And it's really just the, the tip of the spear of what's happening in the whole cybersecurity sector in Kansas City, because we've got about 8,000 employees now, um, about two times the, uh, the concentration of the industry average nationally here in Kansas City. So this is an emerging sector for Kansas City and one that we're going to leverage. And you'll see more, more companies tied to this sector coming into Kansas City or growing here in the not too distant future. I love to hear that. Um, obviously, that's a major issue. I can't tell you how many times that I get some sort of an alert or something that says you, you, there's been a data breach or there's some sort of passwords out there. And I'm always like, man, I must be getting these like every month nowadays. And it's just right. like it's just expanding. The cybersecurity world is going to be continuing to expand. So very excited to hear about that. Tim, we're going to be right back from the break. Tim Cowden is with us uh, on the Grill Nation show. Thank you for joining us. We're going to bring on our next guest, Justin Meyer from KCAD, here after the break. Thanks for joining us today on the Grill Nation show. My heart knows it better than I know myself, so I'm going to let it do all the talking. Hello, welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for listening on the radio on KMBZ 980 AM. If you're joining us on podcast, I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for all the engagement here with the show. We're really excited about today's show and, and providing a lot of great information and entertainment as well here on the Grill Nation show. I'm joined again by Tim Cowden, who is the president and CEO of the Kansas City Area Development Council. Their website is thinkcase.com. Also joined now in this segment by uh, Justin Meyer, who's the Deputy Director of Aviation. He's in Marketing and Air Service uh, in, their, in that department with the Kansas City uh, Aviation Department. Again, Deputy Director of Aviation at the Kansas City Aviation Department. Justin, welcome to the show. You've been on uh, when we were back in studio at some point. Uh, yeah, 2018, if I recall correctly. Okay, it, uh, so it was, it, was, it was right when I think Bill KCI or the new terminal KCI was coming online. Um, man, I, I got an alert on my phone the other day, uh, or I was going through my phone looking at old photos to, to get some space, and I found the announcement for the groundbreaking. In 20, uh, it was on March 25th, 2019, man. Two years yeah, ago. Over two, two years. years ago. Yeah, we're, we're, halfway, we're halfway through. There were two years Two years in and two years to go, so we're uh, we're making good time. Before we get to kind of um, to to kind of some more updates around the, the new terminal, man, let's let's just talk about the last year. How, how have you how have you really kind of made it through it? I mean, biggest challenge over the last year and a half for you. I mean, where are we at? How did you survive? Yeah, I've, I've been in aviation for over twenty years now. Uh, and and have struggled through some stuff, uh, some uh, economic crises. And I uh, was in the business with Vanguard Airlines, if you remember them, back in 2001 when the, the, the trade uh, towers got hit, the, the Twin Towers got hit. So uh, I've seen some seen some some t- troubles for airlines, but this, uh, this was unlike anything I've ever been part of. Uh, it was really difficult to watch so much of the, the root, that we had been working with airlines to in state and and grow here at Kansas City International Airport to see those go away, uh, to see aircraft flying with with so few passengers. In fact, it was a day in April of 20, 
uh, 20 that we had 400 total passengers come through through the facility, and that was our, our lowest point. Um, but the rebound has been strong, so we're really encouraged about the direction that we're headed and uh, happy to talk about with you, that with you today. Yeah, so, and first off, I should have mentioned your website is flykci.com. Also, uh, new terminal updates are at buildkci.com. Um, first off, let's, let's learn a little about you again, Justin. Tell us what you do each and every day. What does the KCAV do, Kansas City Aviation Department? How do you interface with Tim Cowden and KCABC? Sure. So the aviation department is the department of the city of Kansas City, Missouri. We are an enterprise fund, which means the revenue and expenses uh, at the aviation department and at our two airports, uh, the, the Kansas City International Airport, as well as the Charles B. Wheeler Downtown Airport. Uh, all of the costs, all of the revenue that we uh, that we incur stays inside our system. So that's that's the kind of the definition of an enterprise fund. Uh, what's a normal day for me? Uh, my team's working on customer service, communications, public relations, uh, and marketing for the, the aviation department and our, our two airports. And I'll tell you what, Tim Cowden and his team at the KC8DC has been a really, really just spectacular to work with, uh, helped us achieve some really significant wins, uh, was a major player in helping recruit Iceland Air, uh, a few years ago and bringing Kansas City's first ever transatlantic service. We couldn't have done that without Tim and the good work of, of his team. Tim, did you ever get to go to Iceland on that on that trip? I went twice. <laughs> I went twice. It was amazing. I, I missed that flight to Europe. You know, I was out in the community the other day and I didn't know this individual. I just was eavesdropping, I guess, but they were talking about missing that that nonstop mm-hmm. flight to to Europe. So Hopefully we'll get something back in the future. And I tell you what, Justin is working on this every day, every night. He's working on things like that. Well, that's what I tell people when they ask me about that question about European travel at some point with the new terminal and moving forward. I I keep saying, like, look, the the best people in the business are are working on this. So um, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen because of them. So stay tuned, right? Yeah. We're, um, we're getting, we are getting closer. Uh, the, the, the case study we have from Iceland Air was very positive, and it did exactly what we hoped it would do, which was prove that there's a market and prove that the catchment area, the, the ring of people that will choose to fly from Kansas City when nonstop service is in place, was will really grow. Tim will remember the story of the, that inaugural flight that he was on with me, and, and there was the first people through the security checkpoint for that flight were a group of uh, college art students from Arkansas that had driven to Kansas City and to Kansas City International Airport to fly on that flight, not because of was the inaugural, but just because they were looking for nearby, easy access to Europe. I love it. I love it. Justin Meyer is with us along with Tim Cowden. We're talking about KCI. Okay, we've kind of, tra- I mean, I've traveled, a, you know, three or four or five times uh, in the spring, and, and I guess we're in the summer now. I don't know if officially yet, but we are, according to my clock. Um, and, you know, I, the airports are packed, Justin. I mean, Nashville, Kansas City. Los Angeles. I, I, I was in, uh, God, I've been at East Coast, Florida one weekend. Uh, places are, I mean, it's it's crowded. The airports are crowded. Where are we at with KCI? I, I keep following you on Twitter and, you know, I see new routes coming back, or routes coming back, new routes, carriers added. What What is happening with all of this news? Because it seems to me it's pretty positive. 
Yeah, we're, it's coming back. Seat capacity has really been flooding back into the market, and we're so grateful for our airline partners who've been launching new flights and restoring pre-existing service. So uh, just this past week, we saw uh, about 28,000 passengers through the international airport. I'm sorry, two years ago to benchmark against 2019. So I really do think we'll get through the summer at about 70 to 75% of where we were. And, uh, and what we're hearing from our airlines is really positive. In fact, uh, the last 30 days, the, the combined average load factor for all flights departing Kansas City and load factor is, uh, or seat factor is, is how many seats are available and how many people are on them. Uh, but that, that number is north of 90%, 90%. So uh, the, the airlines have been really successful in getting people back on the air, airplanes. And now, now we're in a situation where we need more seats and we need more airplanes. And the airlines are, are starting to deliver that. And look forward to talking with our next guest, your next guest, Peter at American, about some of the things that American's doing to restore service in Kansas City. Yeah. And Tim, um, business travel at some point, hopefully, will pick up again too, right? It is, you know, uh, to Justin's point, to what you experienced, Jason, uh, I, I take my first trip uh, on American in about uh, a week and a half. I'm flying down to Dallas-Fort Worth for business, and I, I hear it all the time. People are, are back in planes, making plans to be back, um, uh, visiting customers. So both business and, and uh, personal travel, We're my wife and I are doing some of that later on this summer as well. So everybody's excited. There's all this pent-up demand. It's almost, I I heard a term the other day, Jason, called uh, revenge travel. You know, we're going to go out and just really get after it. So um, we're going to do some revenge traveling at KCADC and then certainly in the Calvin home as well. I love it. I love it. Justin Meyer is with us uh, from KCAD and Tim Cowden from KCADC. Justin, let's look forward to uh, the new terminal uh, and KPI and how it will impact uh, our city overall. Let's let's just kind of get your thoughts on that and where we're at and, and kind of what you're excited about. It's, Tim, Tim mentioned it in the prior segment. It's, it's a game changer for us. And the, the customer ser- experience, the customer service that we'll be able to deliver in a in a facility that was designed for what the reality of air travel is uh, in this in this decade is, is going to be spectacular. Uh, I think in terms of air services, uh, as I'm working with our airline partners, one of the things that we heard from our largest airline tenant, Southwest Airlines, said in 2016, in front of city council, they said they, they intentionally throttled back the amount of connecting itineraries that they published over Kansas City International Airport because the guest experience is so poor. And, and when you think about being a connecting passenger somewhere, for myself, I get off an airplane and I need a restroom. And then I want to get something to eat and then I want to walk around or I need adequate space to sit down and maybe fire up a laptop and get some work done. And, and we, when we're honest inside the gate area, we don't deliver very well on that in Kansas city. And so I really believe that once we eliminate those, those self-imposed restrictions that the airlines are putting on themselves, we'll see additional flights. Uh, We'll see larger gauge aircraft. Uh, We'll see more service for Kansas Cityans, And that's, that's the real benefit of this project. We were really intentional through the planning process and through the campaign for the new terminal, not to promise new service because the world can change as it has since we voted uh, in favor of the new terminal. But uh, I do believe that uh, the airlines are, are 
in a prime spot to grow. Kansas City uh, is in a prime location geographically. And once we eliminate some of those limitations, I do think that, that the, the story is going to be really positive for us. I would love to see that. And I, I know you've, you've had to adjust a lot just, I mean, through COVID, right? I mean, when you're designing an airport with your partner, uh, Edgemore and others, obviously, um, a lot of stuff has changed in the world. A lot of what people wanted. I mean, I didn't expect to have uh, Purell bottles at like every table, you know, or every bathroom and two, three years ago. Now it's like it has to happen, right? Yeah. One of the things that I'm really glad that we did through the process is not making decisions on technology in 2017 right after the vote happened or 2018. So we're in a place now where we're talking about, well, what, what's the technology that gets the people from passengers from the curb to the ticket counter uh, through this checkpoint and, and boarding aircraft? And the technology has changed dramatically since since the public vote in 2017 to really focus on touchless. And so there's going to be a real high probability that when we open this terminal in 2023, that as a customer, you will be able to get from your, your car on the curb to your seat on the airplane without physically touching anything other than your phone. I mean, even biometrics now is is an option, uh, which in 2017 people were really afraid of uh, the idea of, you know, a a scan and having that. But Jason, how do you unlock your phone every morning now? You know, it's, it's become really part of the normal process. So technology is changing quickly and we're excited to be in a position to implement some of the uh, emerging things. I love it. Justin Meyer uh, is with us, KCAD, Tim Cowden, President and CEO of the KC Area Development Council. We'll be right back after the break with more of the Grill Nation show. Thanks for listening today. Hello, welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I appreciate you joining us again on radio, on KMBZ 980 AM, on podcast, on our live stream, or on our website at grillnationshow.com. As always, you can connect with me on social media. I'm on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, you name it, at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Uh, very excited to connect with everyone on social. And I really want to thank Tim Cowden and the Casey Area Development Council for uh, putting together this show with me today. Uh, their website is thinkkc.com, an awesome website. Check it out. Uh, just so much great information about what they're doing and, and, and helping to promote Kansas City to people throughout the world. We're talking about the uh, the new terminal of KCI. We're getting updates around air travel, and we're very excited to have on now um, Peter Wolniak from American Airlines. Peter is joining us from Chicago. He's the senior channel sales manager at American Airlines. Their website, I'm assuming people know this, but I will put it up just in case you don't. It's aa.com, right? Peter, is that right? Very simple? That's right. So, Peter, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm doing well. Just actually made my way into Kansas City Airport. Uh, Just landed a few minutes ago. Uh, So, doing very well. Thank you for asking and just wanted to give Tim um, you know, some true appreciation for involving American and inviting us to be part of the KCADC. Uh, just by meeting the the investors for the first time a few weeks ago, it really speaks to the commitment that not only these small local businesses, but certain larger multinational companies have to this area. And it really mimics the same opportunity that we see here at American Airlines for this great region. Uh, Kansas City has been incredibly important and uh, very 
broad from a loyalty perspective, as this is a former uh, Transworld Airlines TWA hub for those who remember. So really great to be here and getting to know the area and bringing travel back to Kansas City. Well said, Tim, huh? Peter, uh, Peter, I, I, I apologize. I, I didn't know you were, you just landed. That That's even better for uh, air, our airport-related show today that makes the, the story better. Um, yeah, so so American Airlines. And, and each, time, each time I land at that new airport, uh, the new development seems to be getting much, uh, much bigger and much closer to completion. So kudos to Justin and his team for making sure that project runs on time and stays under budget. Great job. I love it. Tim, tell us about kind of your engagement with Peter and uh, American Airlines. Yeah. So um, Peter approached us through an introduction from Justin several months ago. I, you know, all the time runs together, you know, the last couple of years. So maybe four or five months ago. Yeah, I just think it's almost, uh, isn't it almost Oklahoma football season at some point? Hey, it, it's always Oklahoma football season <laughs> at 12 months of the year, man. Come on. You know that. But um, no, Peter and I met. And uh, we, uh, I, he's got family here in town. So we got together over a cold beverage late one afternoon. And we talked about um, Kansas City. And he told me about everything that American wants to do for Kansas City. And we got to know each other. And I am super impressed. And once you get to know Peter Moore, Jason, I think you're already getting a sense of that. He's a terrific guy. Uh, he's very smart. He is very committed to his industry. And we know now that he is very committed to Kansas City. So uh, we talked about the difference between Kansas City and maybe some other markets that he's familiar with, that this is a very relational town. It's not a transactional town. And Americans been here for generations, but they're re-engaging now. And as we reopen all sorts of um, airline service to different markets across the country, and we have our new terminal coming online, what, uh, 18 months, two years, that it really puts American in a great spot to leverage everything going on here. And likewise, Jason, it's a great opportunity for Kansas City to take advantage of American in the best way. So it's a wonderful partnership. It's going to um, strengthen in time, and, and Peter's a big part of that. Well said. Peter, what 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 does American Airlines, from your perspective, think of Kansas City as a market and of uh, this new terminal and what it could potentially do and uh, for you and for uh, American? Yeah, I mean, the one word that sums it up is opportunity, right? Uh, and I think that from a from a growth perspective, Kansas City has shown um, its consistency in uh, attracting newer businesses and spurring that growth. And American Airlines wants to be a part of that growth and help facilitate and even increase that growth into the future. Uh, we've actually re in, we've reinstated uh, more air service into Kansas City than our relevant network carriers, uh, which just goes to show uh, our true commitment and and the and the opportunity again that I spoke of earlier. As far as the new terminal goes, I think that it's going to be such a value add in terms of experience for its customers. Um, it's state of the art. Uh, it's very efficient from a, from a design perspective. And I think that customers, something that we really want to do going off of Tim's point, is make sure that when customers fly American Airlines, they're getting the maximum bang for their buck, if you will. We want to have people enrolled in our Advantage um, 
uh, program, which is our frequent flyer program. The beauty of that program, there's two main facets. Uh, number one is that you're guaranteed group six boarding, which uh, to those of you who fly often, uh, sometimes you know how, how packed those planes can uh, get with carry-on bags and whatnot. So having group six inherently increases your experience by boarding uh, a little bit earlier. And dually, at the same time, uh, our mileage program has made incredible strides. So typically people associate mileage redemption strictly for air travel, but the reality is, is that miles can be, re, um, can be uh, used for gifts, uh, for dining, uh, for pretty much anything uh, that, that we offer through our partnerships with CD Card and Barclays. So, you know, the miles, uh, they tend to go further um, in, in terms of a redemption perspective than they ever have before. So those two things combined, I think the new airport is just going to make Kansas City even that more attractive. Something I also will add just in nature about the airport and, and sort of the dynamic is that it draws from a lot of what we call drive markets, right? About a square mile periphery of about 400 miles is realistically your customer base for Kansas City, seeing as it's the largest um, national airport in the area with the most carriers and the most service. So that added on top of its already ongoing success, we're very excited to see uh, what the new airport brings um, in terms of customer volumes uh, in the great city. That's awesome. That's great to hear because one of the things that, that I was personally most excited about when I got engaged and tried to promote it, you know, personally, what we were trying to do with, with the airport and the new terminal was, you know, getting Kansas City more, uh, you know, options. You know, Justin works really hard on that. Uh, and obviously Tim does as well for the business community. Uh, having more nonstops and direct flights and, uh, and, and, you know, more flights a day to certain cities and markets is such a huge thing. And I really noticed it during the uh, during COVID and we were coming out of COVID now with less flights, just, just how much of a difference it makes when we're at full strength. And if we're going to be able to expand that, it is just it's just going to be great for the city. And, and I'm hoping that American uh, believes in that. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. And case in point was when um, in December we actually announced that we were going to continue with our uh, Kansas City to Cancun service. This was at a time where a lot of our even international short haul network was still compressed. But we um, had solid enough uh, belief, if you will, to re-engage re that route. And it performed uh, fantastically. And uh, to your point, you know, connectivity is very huge, especially for a large network carrier like American Airlines. So we're happy to say that we've recommenced service uh, to all of our hubs, uh, maybe not at the frequencies that we used to. However, I'm, I'm pretty confident those shall return as well. Um, and speaking of, you know, I, I, I heard you mention international travel. Something uh, relevant to that is that currently uh, on the horizon, we do see for example, European and Trans-Pacific traffic coming back into the future. However, currently, um, there are still regulations in place that prohibit us from flying to certain places. So American Airlines actually, as of recent, has re-engaged its entire fleet. Uh, you don't see very many airplanes parked you know, in the desert, as you like to call it, as you used to. Uh, something neat about that, when we're re-engaging our whole fleet, it's for maintenance purposes, but you also need to have sufficient volumes to have that uh, that strategy in play. Mm -hmm. uh, because international is depressed, we've deployed our larger wide-body aircrafts extensively throughout our domestic system. We're actually flying more wide-bodies. By that, I mean uh, 787 Dreamliners, 
triple sevens, Airbus Air 330s, those are now being utilized in our domestic network. So a lot of customers are very surprised and delighted when they see that they're flying on a larger aircraft tends to be even more updated than already our most um, our most modernized fleet in the industry. So uh, on that note, you know, if you find yourself flying uh, specifically between two American hubs, uh, be on the lookout for some fantastic product on the wide body side. There you go. Tim Cowden, you're going to be flying here um, pretty soon. Hopefully you get one of those bigger planes. I, I, room, Tim. I have no doubt I'm going to get uh, a big plane. It's going to be a fantastic trip and I can't wait. Peter, uh, we have a few seconds left in this segment. We'll have you back on our on our last segment, but um, just comment real quickly about uh, business travel picking up again. As most of our listeners are business owners, I'm assuming that will will follow the leisure travel. And also, we'll, you have a new you are reinstating the flight to LGA in September, correct? Correct. The sentiment was it's it's, it's a very positive notion right now. Uh, we've gotten confirmation from about 85% of our corporate customers that they will be returning to the skies by Q4 latest. Uh, that's not to say that they're going to be returning at their full volume by any means. It's still to be seen. However, the confidence is definitely there. And I just want to applaud you know, our a multitude of airport staff all around our network, but as well as um, our onboard cleanliness crews who have done their job and making sure that our clean commitment return to cleanliness uh, is very, very uh, present and, and top of mind for those who have been flying. I think customers appreciate the heightened level of attentiveness we've given to cleaning every aircraft on each turn. And I think that goes a long way in terms of building trust and returning to the skies. So I would anticipate Q4 uh, to, to, to be a pretty solid in terms of improvement uh, for business travel. Great information. Peter Wolniak will be right back with more of the Grill Nation show. Thanks for joining us today. show thanks for joining us on radio on kmbz 980 am on podcasts on the website grillnationshow.com or right now on our live stream again we will be posting all this uh if you've missed it to my youtube channel as well as obviously radio and podcasts for all those uh to watch and listen to these incredible guests that we have on today tim cowden president and ceo of the cancer area development council Justin Meyer is the De- Deputy Director of Aviation at the Kansas City Aviation Department. And Peter Wolniak, who's the Senior Sales Manager at American Airlines, all joining me uh, remote today from Kansas City. Um, Justin, I want to start with you uh, on an important update that, that we hadn't shared. One, uh, about Florida air travel uh, and where it currently stands from Kansas City. But two, uh, about JetBlue. So talk to us about both of those things real briefly. Sure, I'll, I'll lead with the Florida piece, and that's just a little bit of analysis I was doing uh, doing here. Is leisure is coming back first, and, and we've heard that that's uh, that's the the initial strength. We have high confidence that that business travel is going to come back as well. But airlines are being really proactive in putting capacity where demand is. And when it comes to Florida from Kansas City, we've never had more nonstop flights between Kansas City International Airport and the state of Florida. In fact, 
this summer will average 12 nonstop flights a day to Florida across 12 different airports in Florida. Uh, even uh, next weekend, Southwest Airlines will launch new nonstop service to Sarasota, Florida, which we've never had Sarasota service nonstop before. And that, that flight will operate Saturdays, Saturdays only. So we're excited about that. Uh, the other piece is really neat. Uh, we've got an upcoming airline announcement or, or inauguration. We'll welcome JetBlue to Kansas City in uh, 2022, just next year, in time for this busy summer travel period. And and Peter, in a way, actually is part of that. Uh, there's a new alliance between American Airlines and JetBlue on the East Coast. They call it the NEA or Northeast Alliance. And that's really uh helping uh, support new service for us here in Kansas City. So uh, part of the reason that, that American is able to do that LaGuardia flight that you mentioned in the last segment, uh, LaGuardia is coming back. So that's exciting uh, for American. That'll happen this fall. But then uh, JetBlue will have nonstop service to, uh, to JFK and Boston and, uh, and some connectivity beyond those markets on American Airlines. So really excited about that new uh, opportunity uh, for those two airlines, but also uh, for uh, bringing a new airline to Kansas City. We haven't had a chance to do that through the pandemic, so it would be great to welcome JetBlue here. Yeah, you're getting some people watching us on the live stream that are excited about that. Triple exclamations about JetBlue. I've never flown JetBlue, so I'll have to give that a shot when we get it here. <laughs> it's a really great brand, really great product. You'll love it. Hey, Jason, um, Jason can I jump in real quick? Sure, yeah, go because, ahead. Um, I, I think it, uh, it, it bears um, mentioning this. Uh, Justin has done a great job. I don't know how long he's been working on this JetBlue activation or recruitment, but it's been quite a while. And, you know, we talked about it at the top of the show, but Justin does a great job. And I know he's going to say the entire team out there does, and they do. But this guy, that's all he does. He thinks about how can we bring more air service to the Kansas City market? And JetBlue is a big deal. That is a big deal for KC. So congrats, Justin, and thank you. Appreciate that, Tim. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, if I could just piggyback on JetBlue, that's such um, great news for our customers, particularly for European connectivity over J uh, over JFK New York. Uh, JetBlue is the largest trading off between one and two in JFK in terms of seat share. And from a product perspective, Jason, I can't wait for you to fly them. They really are top notch, specifically in their Mint cabin, which is their premium cabin. American also has another alliance, the West Coast. Um, international alliance with Alaska Airlines as well. That's going to be focal uh, focus on the West Coast, and that is a very very um, lucrative value proposition for our customers. Alaska is the dominant West Coast uh, sea carrier and hubbed in Seattle. Um, it really broadens Americans' opportunity to serve that market as a connect point as well. Um, American will be flying Seattle to Bangalore, India, as well as Seattle to London Heathrow. Those are two new markets that we're launching in tandem with the West Coast International Alliance. So uh, both partnerships just present a, a lot of excitement and buzz around the industry. I like that. I'll be flying Alaska Air for the first time, I think, in August. So out to, uh, out to the Seattle area. So enjoyment uh I'll, I'll let you know what i what i get out of that and then i'll i'll, I'll definitely be flying jet blue now that uh that justin has, has helped bring them here to kansas city uh speaking of a new terminal uh coming on at kci in 2023 i want to know the favorite your favorite airport uh you've ever traveled through i'll start with justin uh, oof, I, I love, uh, I love my, uh, my Germany airports. Uh, so I'd probably say Munich is probably one of my favorites as a connecting airport. It's really easy. 
it's also five kilometers from the world's oldest brewery. So if you schedule yourself a long layover there, it's easy to get over to the Weinstefen uh, beer garden and grab yourself a, a quick pint before you continue on. There you go. What about you, Peter? I'd have to say Palm Springs. Uh, very, very small. However, it is an outdoor terminal, which is the first that I've seen. So when you check in and go through TSA, you wonder if you're in an airport, if you're in some high-end luxury mall dining area. Uh, but I, I would say that would be my favorite airport that I've traveled through. I love that. I'll have to definitely check that out. I think I've only driven there. I don't think I've ever flown there. Uh, Tim, what about you? Well, certainly it's going to be the new terminal in Kansas City. That's it. I've already been through it, so it's awesome. But outside of Kansas City, it's got to be St. Lucia, Jason, because the terminal in St. Lucia is awesome because it's in St. Lucia. That's that's a good answer. I like that one. Um, I've got so many questions I could ask you guys right now, but I, I'm trying to find the best one. Oh, um, this is another fun one I thought of. Best, But what's the best airport food you've ever had? I mean, I guess Justin can go with the uh, the one in Germany with the with the beer garden next door, but because we're you know we're gonna get through this concessionary phase here at New Terminal KCI at some point, and you know the food options are gonna be the most important and, and drink options at some level for some people. So what what is it for you guys? What what is it for you, Justin? We'll go through the same order. Uh, gosh, I don't I don't know. I've I've had the opportunity to travel quite a bit. Um, I'll so tell you, you, what, bring, you, bring up, you bring up sack lunch? Are you like one of those guys? No, not at all. But one of the things that was most intriguing, I was actually in Dubai uh, one time and they had a, I didn't eat this, but they had a McDonald's there and they had a, uh, a chicken Big Mac because of the cultural issues there. So number one on the value meal at the McDonald's in the Dubai airport is a chicken Big Mac. And I thought that was interesting. <laughs> didn't have one though. Oh, that's great. Uh, Peter, what about you, man? You travel a lot. Is there one thing that, you know, we could try when we're traveling out of, at the new terminal? We fly to these other airports? Other than, well, I would say if you do happen to fly JetBlue to Boston and then you transfer over to the American Concourse, uh, the Admirals Club in Boston at American, they have the probably the best lobster roll I've ever tasted. <laughs> and it really caught me by surprise. I was there. Uh, I was I was delayed. There was crazy weather. The whole airport was shut down and I went to the club and it's not one of those items that come for free like various items do. You have to pay a little bit of a, an upcharge. But boy, was it good. Uh, I'll, I'll remember that. Yeah. Definitely having that lobster roll. Tim, what about you as we finish off? Well, I, I haven't been to the new Louis Armstrong uh, terminal in New Orleans, but the old terminal in New Orleans. and I, I love the city of New Orleans. They had an Acme Oyster Bar. Uh, right there in the terminal, somewhere what they have in the in the quarter. That was the best. The food in New Orleans is right next to Kansas City, the best in the world. I love that. Go ahead, Justin. Jason, you mentioned Tim mentioned that I worked at Tampa for a little bit, and I'll, I'll give you the answer. My straight up answer is the nineteen oh five salad rest at the Columbia Restaurant in the Tampa Airport. Uh, it's it's the best food I've ever had in an airport. I, I've, been, I've been to Tampa's airport. I just, I'll never forget the big fishbowl thing they have there. I have so many more questions for you guys. We'll, we'll ask a few of them in our after show. But I want to thank um, Tim Cowden and KCADC for helping to put together this show, the great team there. Justin Meyer from Kansas City Aviation Department and Peter Wilniak from American Airlines. Thank you for joining me today on the Grill Nation show. Thanks for flying. Thanks, thank guys. You. We'll talk to you again next week. Take care. And we'll